Why Teach? Because teaching makes people. Welcome to the Why Teach podcast. We visit classrooms around Scotland, asking teachers why they teach and why you should consider a career in teaching. What's the golden rule of division? Everything's got to be... Equal. Equal. So if you've got nine sweets and six children, how much is everyone going to get? Three. Three? Hello, I am Leo Morongwe, and I am a primary teacher here in Aberdeen. This is my third year of teaching. So you get three. You get three. You get three. I've still got a lot of children to go, and I've run out of sweets. Three words that describe teaching is different because every single minute of every single day is different. Even the maths lesson on Monday, the maths lesson on Tuesday can be completely different. Fun, because you do, you get to learn not just a lot about the children and you get to learn with them and you get to see them enjoying what they're learning, but you also learn a lot about yourself and that's quite interesting to see, you know, your skills and your qualities and that sort of thing. Then another word for what it's like to be a teacher... Tiring, oh yeah, tiring, tiring is tiring, but for good reasons, you know, you do, you're going to use a lot of energy and you are on your feet and you're constantly moving and you're trying to help and you're trying to do as much as you can. I would definitely say tiring is another word that you could use to describe teaching, but it is also valuable as well. Oh, see, this is testing. Let's see if you know your six times table. I got into primary teaching because I've been volunteering and working with children for over 10 years, doing various different roles, including summer camps, scouting, and youth work as well. And I actually got recommended the profession from parents of children who I was volunteering with. They actually said I'd be a really good primary teacher and they were the ones who first implanted the idea into my head. Leave them open, put them away. Teaching is not just your multiplication tables and your spelling and your reading and your topic IDL work or whatever you want to call it. You're preparing them for the rest of their life. You know, things like their organisational skills would be important. Their health and well-being, it's actually how they're doing as a person. Do they have confidence in themselves? Do they believe in themselves? Once you've done that, collect your pencils and get lined up for lunch. An experience for me where I really felt I'd made an impact, the very, in fact, it was the very first experience I had that with. It was my first year of teaching. It was a child who did not like sports and it was after about a term's worth of saying you can do it, you know, have a growth mindset and showing her different approaches and strategies. She didn't believe in herself. So I kind of helped her realise her skills and use them. It was in basketball and use her speed, you know, and things like that. She didn't think she was tall. So it's like, use your speed, that'll help you. And I remembered the first week that she ran onto the court without like thinking about it. And I said, you finally got it. And she turned to me and said, I only like it because of the way you teach it. And that's the reason why I'm responding to the sport, basically. There is a lot of effort that is required in terms of actually changing the mindset of people, changing their attitudes and helping them to grow and flourish. But it is worth it. And I think that was the first moment I realised what you're doing has an impact. What you're doing makes a difference. I can explain something in a lesson and look at a child's face and I know because of the face they're pulling, they don't understand it. It's not a rude face, it's just they don't understand it. So the minute their face changes, I'm like, right, they get it now. Or if I'm helping and supporting someone, if they've come over to me and I'm explaining something, they'll walk away by the time I finish my sentence because they finally understand it. So those moments come in different shapes and sizes, but actually they do come quite frequently where the child is quite happy and goes, yep, I get it. And they've gone off and they've finished the exercise or whatever it is. You know, then they're doing quite well and then they start to believe in themselves. If you're not sure, you can write them at the side. Oh, well done. That's about right, it's safe for you. Each person gets five. Yeah, each person gets five, and you put your five there. Beautiful.
originally I was going to be in the corporate world, but it wasn't fulfilling. It wasn't satisfying to me. It was actually being in a school, being in a class. I had passion, I had desire, and I realized, yeah, I want to do this. So then that's when I sort of detoured away from the corporate life and then into education and working with children. Wait, can I have a board now? Yeah, rub it out. Rub everything you've got on your board out. Guys, where's the rubber gone? The money when it comes to teaching is steady and it is consistent and you are on a scale and it does go up. So you do have that incentive as well. If I'd gone the accountancy and business law world, it would have been probably a lot more money, especially if I was, you know, going down the private sector route. But I get a lot of job satisfaction from this job. It is really quite rewarding seeing the progression of children throughout the year, seeing the satisfaction they get from learning things and knowing that you're making a difference. Oh, perfect. Oh, that's six is the wrong way around. It's okay. It's okay. There you go. Yep. That is beautiful. Rarely where you look at a clock and go, is it only half nine? That's something that happened a lot when I was doing, you know, placements and work experiences linked with my original degree. Whereas actually here, you look at the time and realise, actually, I've got five minutes left of the lesson. You scramble and try and do as much as you can. But how much have you got remaining? Three, three. Three, three, three yeah? Three. Excellent. I think about the impact that having a male primary teaching role model will have on children because I know for a lot of children I'm actually teaching this year, I am the first male primary teacher that they've had. That's respective of the rest of their life, you know, they're going to be coming in contact with so many different types of people and so it's important for children to get male and female primary teachers in primary education. You have to sell. Teaching is almost your sort of a marketing person at the same time too. So when you are teaching something, you don't just say, right, today we're going to do spelling. You need to be enthusiastic and you need to deliver it because sometimes if the children do not see excitement in your face, they will it'll not respond appropriately as children would, you know. So sometimes it is about selling it to those people who, you know, might actually not be interested in fractions. Actually, we're going to do fractions and we can make them very, very exciting. So, yeah, you do you come alive, you know, as a teacher and doing different things. And, you know, when you're doing French, you don't just do it in a monotone voice, you use enthusiasm, you use your hands and that sort of thing. So it kind of comes into every area of the curriculum. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, <coughs> eight, eight, which means our answer is going to be? Eight. 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 Well done. Beautiful. But then you realise that usually at the end of the day when the last bell goes and you realise how exhausting the day was or how much effort you've put into it or even if it's something like PE is doing all the things that they're doing as well. Part of the reason probably I ended up in primary is... Oh, make that finish. Part of the reason I actually got into primary education is the experience I had with the, my upper years teachers, so my P4, 5 to 7 teachers. One in particular, she just understood me, I was a very quiet child and wouldn't force me to do anything I didn't want to do, but managed to challenge me in the ways that I needed to be challenged and let me think when I needed to think and allowed me to be more of an active contributor when I wanted to be and gave me opportunities to realise, you know, skills and qualities that I didn't even really acknowledge I had myself so the fact that I had a teacher who gave me such great experiences sometimes I do think that if one child has that reciprocal impact and I basically pay it forward then really that's more than I could ever have asked for to have that impact and pass on what she gave to me to somebody else and allow them to sort of realize their full potential for the rest of their life right 369 divided by six 
In a classroom, there's a lot of challenges you will face. You might have a bad lesson. Everyone will have a bad lesson. You can be teaching for 30 years and still have a bad lesson. But then you have to pick yourself up and go, right, tomorrow, what are you going to do? And that's kind of the most important mentality you have towards it because that'll help you face the challenges and overcome them. And then even if that challenge just happens again in the future, it won't be as much of an issue because you'll kind of know how to strategically approach it and solve it. Let me give you one more question. Let's see if you can do this in your whiteboards. One more question. Okay. Ready? You're going to be spending a lot of time in your life working. That's a lot of hours, you know, whether you're doing work in home or for a business or whatever it is, or your own business. You know, it's going to take up so much of your life. You can go in some places and some professions and earn a lot of money, and that could be your life. Or you could do something where you actually get to see and make a difference to children and help these little minds flourish. You want to be here because you want to make a difference. That's the biggest key to it all. So if you're wanting to be a teacher, speak to people who even just work with kids and you'll know straight away, you'll be like, that's something for me. Because that's what happened to me. Volunteering in that school, I said to myself at that moment, I said I want my own class. And that was that moment when I realised this is what I want to do. Stop there, we'll continue this tomorrow, okay? Collect your pencils and get lined up for lunch. It is. It's a uniquely different challenge than a lot of other ones out there, but it's also very rewarding. That was Leon's answer to the question, why teach? Thank you ever so much for listening. And if you want to change young people's lives for the better, you can get started at teachinscotland.scot. The Why Teach podcasts are supported by the Scottish Government. And if you know someone who'd make a brilliant teacher and might be inspired by this story, please do share it with them. And also please rate us, review and subscribe in all the usual places to help us inspire the next generation of teachers in Scotland. Why teach? Because teaching makes people. Thank you.